Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor. Because a healthy body is a sexy body. And speaking of sexy bodies, modern lovers, we're going to be talking today about sexual libido secrets. And did you know that 50% of Americans report being, finger quotes, too tired to have sex? And that 49% say they're, here we go with the finger quotes again, too sick for sex as their excuse. Well, this information comes straight from our guest today, Dr. Milan Riobi, who says many things can affect our libidos from toxins in the environment to nutrition to hormonal or physical issues or imbalances. However, you can increase your sex drive. Ha, 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 that's good news. And reap the benefit of less stress at the same time. Coming up, we're going to get the lowdown and how to bring more highlights to our sex lives because sexual wellness is a huge part of our work here at Modern Love. And it's a big part of modern love itself. We know that love is the glue that holds everything together. Be sure to check out our website, our social media, for more information about our upcoming one-day live event, March 9th, And that event is called Quantum Prosperity. You're going to learn eight power tools to accelerate your true prosperity now. That's March 8th, right here in San Francisco at our Modern Love Training Center. And it's from 10 to 6. And you will, if you register before Monday, March the 4th, get the Early Bird Special, which is only $97. And it's a full day that will transform form your relationship with prosperity by learning quantum tools to accelerate that prosperity. So let's go to our Ask Dr. Brenda question. Love your questions. Keep them coming. This one says, Dear Dr. Brenda, I'm in a prickly situation I could never have foreseen. I've been involved in my cultural community for many years. I feel strongly I should support our causes and work to build up the community. I'm a proud African-American man, and I understand the issues that we face in our community. I've marched, petitioned, participated in Black Lives Matter, and many other activities over the years to support my people. 
I joined an organization a few years ago without reading the bylaws, and I now learn that this particular group has a rule forbidding marrying a white woman. Wow. I get the point, I think. They want black people to love and choose one another. The thing is, I met and fell in love with a white woman. I don't want to walk away from my community, but I do want to marry this woman. What should I do? Signed, my life matters. Well, you know what, my life? Not only does your life matter, your love matters. And anyone who knows me knows what I'm about to say, which is you cannot always choose where love is going to take you. Love is going to take you places you never dreamed you'd go. It could be to someone who looks different, someone who lives in another country, someone that you meet online, because guess what? Modern love is mobile. It's global. It's fast-paced. It doesn't mean we're going to follow old patterns and old roads that lead to love. So I say find an organization that says you can love the one you're with and love your best love by learning how. Because what the world needs now, don't make me go there. What the world needs now is more love. So I think you want to write a letter to that organization saying uh, it's a new day. We all have the right to love who we choose and I'm going to have to go someplace where I can do exactly that. So that's my answer, My Life Matters. And let's talk more about our guest today. I'm so pleased to have the stunningly beautiful and super healthy-looking Dr. Milen Riobe as our guest today. And she is going to talk with us about one of her passions. She's a multifaceted medicine practitioner who combines traditional Chinese medicine with conventional modern medicine. She's the author of the book, The Tao of Integrative Medicine, and she's the host of the podcast, Awakened Wellness. So welcome to the show, Dr. Milene Riobe. Thank you, Dr. Barbara. It's wonderful to be with you. And Dr. Brenda, it's okay. (laughs) Oh, Dr. Brenda, I'm so sorry. Quite all right. Now, it's Milan Riobe. Did I get it right? Yes, that's right. Good. Okay, so we both got our names right. Tell us a <laughs> bit about what drew you to integrative medicine. Most people have heard of it, but I'm not sure everybody understands what it is. Yes, it's a little difficult to understand because we haven't quite nailed down the terminology of the brand of medicine. So a lot of people know it as holistic uh, the formal medical name is integrative. Um, I came to it out of frustration um, after I went through medical training and graduated from my OBGYN residency and sat for my boards. Um, I became very rapidly frustrated. Um, we had a very skewed vision of the world during our residency training uh, and how we were Uh, told that things might be when we graduated, and I saw that they were completely different upon graduation. Different in what way? Well, my patients would, yeah, my patients in private practice would come in with symptoms such as fatigue, low sex drive, weight gain, depression, anxiety, difficulty sleeping. In residency, we, we train to do cesarean sections in cases of emergency. We train to treat heart attacks. We train to do to treat appendicitis by removing the appendix. So we're trained to treat life, you know, life-threatening conditions. Yeah. 
catastrophic um, and we're not as trained. opposed to day to day. Yes, uh. exactly. And we are not trained for 99% of the complaints of our clients. And so I had patient after patient, woman after woman, coming into my office complaining about things I was not trained to treat. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's very, very frustrating to be in that situation. And I remember my grandmother, you know, we're from the Caribbean, and uh, herbal medicine is, is very important in the Caribbean. And um, I just remembered everything she taught me when I was a, ch- a child and a teenager, and I decided to explore further. So I went and did some Chinese medicine courses in acupuncture, and I just fell in love. Um, it was very difficult to wrap my brain around in the beginning because it was just so much more holistic than the yeah, way I was Yeah, I can imagine. I can yes, imagine. You know, there's so. an old saying, and I, I have to confess full disclosure here. I used to run an integrative practice right here in San Francisco with an acupuncturist, with an energy healer, Wonderful. with an integrative physician on our team, uh, even yes. an integrative skincare specialist who taught mm. meditation as part of the skincare, and I certainly am an integrative psychologist, as anyone knows, so you've got already my absolute attention and support. But there's an old saying <laughs> that in China, the doctor was paid. When the patients were well, the doctor would get chickens or eggs or vegetables when the <laughs> yeah. patients were well, and they didn't get paid. If the patients got sick, their job was to keep people well. So it's a completely different approach where our so-called modern allopathic medicine is you get paid when people get sick and a lot of money, too, Mm -hmm. if you do surgery. Yes, not so much anymore. That's rapidly declining. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that is shifting because we're now able to see there are a number of studies, as you know, showing Mm -hmm. that prevention, here we go back to Granny, ounce of prevention (laughs) is worth a pound of cure. My grandmother said that over and over. So once you started studying Chinese medicine and looking at this other approach, keeping people Mm -hmm. well, treating people as a whole person, not as an appendix or not as someone who's having some sort of medical catastrophe, what is different? What would you like us to know about this approach? Well, Chinese medicine is ancient and yet ultra-modern at the same time because our new science is confirming what Chinese physicians told us thousands of years ago. Um, So it's being scientifically validated today. But what they told us thousands of years ago is that the entire universe is connected uh, the entire body is connected to its environment and is intimately part of the environment. And uh, it's really about balance of energy and that the body is an energy uh, system and not a physical structure as we're taught in medical school. Mm. Um, so modern science is validating all of this. And so we look at an individual as a whole and as intimately part of his and her environment. And so it brings the environment into the picture in a much different way, and it brings the concept of balance and the concept of prevention into our paradigm. Um, you know, the, and this just does not exist in our modern medicine. Our paradigm is prevention of death from disease, 
whereas the paradigm of holistic medicine is the prevention of the disease itself. And that's the biggest difference that I learned. Uh, we have to look elsewhere because our system here is not designed for prevention. It's, we're simply not taught. We are told that prevention is early diagnosis and prevention of death. That's literally what we're taught. Oh, my God, that is shocking because, of course, it doesn't go far enough. And I'm over here doing the happy dance. Dr. Milan, <laughs> I just want you to know that because I <laughs> started you, out in a field called psychophysics and quantum physics, the three laws yeah. everyone who's ever taken Training with me knows we always start with those three laws. Everything is energy. All energy is connected. And all energy is magnetic. And that's never more true than when we start talking about relationships and sex. So people are too tired to have sex. And they're using excuses like, oh, I feel too sick or I just don't have the energy for it. What's underlying sexual breakdown and loss of libido? Uh, in one word, it's uh, two words rather, it's low energy, low metabolism. So again, Chinese medicine being an energy-based system, and functional medicine is very much an, uh, a system that looks at metabolism. So metabolism now explain is what functional medicine word. is very quickly, because that's oh. a new word for some people, functional medicine. Quickly, what does that mean? Functional medicine is a European concept. It's fairly new. It's been around about 30 years. It's holistic uh, by its nature, and it looks for root causes of conditions and symptoms to treat. So it restores function, and that's why it's called functional medicine. It's restoring body function. Yeah, and for those who've read Andrew Weil's work or Larry Dossi or a lot of the people who were out of the gate in America 30 years ago, they were moving down that path. So go back to loss of sexual desire, loss of libido. You're saying it's mm-hmm. low energy, low metabolism. Tell us more, please. Correct. Sure. So the human body, you know, the way that we function is by making and using energy in exchange for our function. So libido and reproduction being one of those functions. Uh, We have billions of functions from vision to ambulation, our heart beating, our breathing, temperature regulation, digestion. It goes on and on. All of these things are produced by, with energy. Uh, so each of our cells, we, we estimate the human body is made up of about somewhere between 50 to 70 trillion cells. Within each and every one of those cells, energy has to be made from the food products that we eat in combination with vitamins, minerals, and oxygen. And our, each and every one of our cells makes energy from this, and then it exchanges that energy in anticipation of body function. So libido is essentially no different. So it's it's a big orchestration of body functions to reproduce. So everything from desire to arousal to orgasm are a series of body functions that the body has to make its own energy to produce. Uh, So when we talk about low energy, we're talking about those cells are not able to produce the energy that results in that body function for multiple reasons. Uh, some can so be that simply cycle, that cycle. There isn't enough energy, you're saying, for sexual mm-hmm. desire, for sexual arousal, 
and not even for orgasm. Ooh, that's a sad cycle. Very sad. Very sad. So you're linking it back to things you mentioned, vitamins and minerals, you know, good mm-hmm. food sources and energy sources for the body. Is that part of the problem? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a big part. So there, there are kind of two parts. One is that we are inundated with chemicals and toxins, mm-hmm. and that's a big stress for the body. And stress costs energy. Uh, when we're under stress or under uh, chronic uh, fight or flight, that costs us a lot of energy because the body is struggling to get rid of these things. It doesn't want them in the body. And so the liver, the gastrointestinal system, and the skin, being our three major detoxification organs, are always on. And just like if you kept your lights always on in the house, your electric bill would go up. It just simply costs more energy to do that. So that's one factor. And what we're seeing today as well is a lot of gastrointestinal malabsorption syndromes. Um, A lot of people are getting these kind of under-the-radar infections in their gastrointestinal systems that are creating malabsorption. And you're saying uh, it's things like chemicals and toxins. Now, what is the biggest source of chemicals and toxins that we are absorbing? Where is it coming from? Is it the food, the air, the water? Where is it coming from? It's actually trapped in our very own homes. Hmm. Uh, so we bring these things into the house. So the, the latest studies are showing that before we leave our homes in the morning to go off to, to have our day, we've been experienced, well, sorry, we've been exposed to 200 different toxins. Whoa, before we leave our home in the morning? So what are some yeah. of those toxins? They are our cleaning products, our soaps, our detergents. They are our perfumes, our shampoos, uh, our foods and pesticide residues on our food, our water sources potentially, um, you know, the detergents, cleaning products that we use around the home, toothpaste. our furniture, our mouthwash. <laughs> mouthwash. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So this, this is, okay, here you go, everybody. Here's a commercial. Let's, just, let's create our own commercial right now, Dr. Milan. It's about using products that are free of chemicals and toxins. Okay? Let's give our bodies a break. And you're saying that also the chemicals and toxins in our food or that have been sprayed on our food or added to our food. Now, one of the things I I hear all the time, because I work with a a number of different organizations that are related to supporting health, and people do say, hey, those kinds of products cost more. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Or is there some way we can work around that? There's nothing more expensive than diseases. Mm-hmm. So no matter how much a product costs you, remember it's much less than a disease. So even with our insurance, chronic disease that we get is $7,000 per year and so I'm sorry, I missed that. Uh, so, there was a glitch on the on the line. You said oh, something is seven thousand a the year. Average, yes, the average cost of a chronic disease with insurance is seven thousand dollars per disease per year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Between your copays, your deductible payments, you know, your medication, yeah, you're, and the you're out is seven. Yeah, even greater when we bring it back to things like how it affects our family, how it affects our love lives, oh, how yes. it affects our Absolutely. sex lives. We're losing out on the pleasure and the joy of connecting 
with loved ones or having that arousal and orgasm we were talking about earlier. So right. people want to really improve their health and well-being and get that stronger libido. What are some of your recommendations? You already mentioned uh, we worked our way around to eat food and use products as much as possible that don't have chemicals and toxins mm-hmm. added to them. Absolutely. Uh, also, water. You know, many of us are dehydrated. Something as simple as drinking more water, uh, 70 ounces, 80 ounces a day, um, to flush toxins out of the body as aggressively as possible. Um, And, of course, we can talk about living water. You bless your water. Um, You know, you set a a loving intention uh, for your water so that it's healthier when you drink it. Yeah, that's uh, a beautiful thing. There's a lot of research. Dr. Emoto in Japan started that. So everyone... You all know this. We don't have to belabor it. You know Granny taught you to bless your food. Well, bless the water, (laughs) too. (laughs) That's right. Don't leave the water out. Yeah. So we want to be careful about our water, our food. And then you're, you're adding this other layer that I love, which is the energetics of it, the positive intention and the blessing. So that's a big part of making the food healthy. Absolutely. So what Absolutely. else can we do to get that libido pumping if the libido is going down? Sleep deprivation is probably one of the top reasons that uh, my clients tend to how much sleep they get. They say about five hours, six hours. Um, and there's no way you're going to have enough energy for anything, never, the, nonetheless, never mind sex, if you're not getting enough sleep. So for women, it's recommended that a bare minimum of seven hours uh, is needed. Uh, and that's seven a hours bare minimum. What's optimal? Eight to nine. Eight to nine? Oh, my God. Eight See, to I'm nine, yeah. I'm falling so short. I thought I was doing really good because I get about seven. <laughs> yeah. And seven I had to fight to get to seven. To, <laughs> yeah. You'll be able to keep things status quo with seven, but really to buy back your sleep and buy back your rest. Us are running around uh, so chronically stressed that again we're using up so much more energy than we realize that we need more more downtime and more restoration. Now, time. when you say so men- buy back and restoration, this is one of the mm-hmm. most misunderstood things about sleep. A lot of people think when they're sleeping, nothing's happening. So what yeah. is happening on the buyback and the restoration while we're sleeping? And what does it have to do with sex, I ask you? Right. Well, you know, it, it's as though you go to the store and you buy things, but if they don't restock the shelves overnight, eventually there won't be anything that you can purchase from that store. Um, the human body is really no different. So if we're just on all the time and we're not restocking the shelves, so we're not down – we're not allowing our metabolism to go into a bit of a sleep mode. Uh, so in Chinese medicine, they say that we store blood at night, um, and our blood is stored, our spirit rests, things like that. Everything is set downward, um, and things are restored. Now, in our conventional model, we have no idea what happens when we sleep. We really don't quite understand what's going on when we sleep. We know that there are some hormonal fluctuations that occur at night. We know that our metabolism goes down we don't really quite know. What we do know, though, is if we do not sleep, you know, there's a lot of chaos in our lives. We cannot function. We cannot focus. 
Um, you know, obviously our, our sex drive declines. We get sick. Our immune system uh, declines. So we know what happens when we don't sleep, but we're not quite sure what happens when we do. We simply know that it's a critical component. I'm sorry, of Dr. Malen, the line is getting crackly. Is there anything you can do to improve oh. that? Yeah, let me see if I can move to a window. Have I didn't move. So Great, I'm not that's quite much sure. better. Is Thank that any better? Much okay. better. Very good. Thank you. We don't want to lose anything you're saying. So we're saying sleep is super mm-hmm. important. Now, say we do everything that you've proposed. We get more sleep. We're drinking our 70 hours, seven, sorry, 70 ounces of water. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're eating that very healthy diet without the toxins, the chemicals. How does the body use all that to create better desire, arousal, and orgasm. Yes. So what happens is the body has to have enough energy to get through the day. That's number one. So you have to catch up with those deficits if you have them. We have about two minutes left, so we're going to need to go straight into what's the most important thing people are going to get out of doing those things you're recommending to improve their sex lives. Yeah, what's going to happen is their metabolism will improve and increase, and that is directly related to sex drive. Metabolism and sex drive are are very much related. One goes down, the other goes down with it. Mm. One goes up, the other goes up with it. Great. That's good to know. Now, the other thing, obviously, everybody, is that when you are rested and you're properly nourished and you have that energy, Dr. Milen is talking about, you're more likely to be able to be present and be a good partner, communicate well. You won't be prone to the irritability and the crankiness that people get when they are tired or malnourished, which overall is going to make you a heck of a lot sexier if you're not a cranky person. So you'll be more mm-hmm. attractive and you'll feel sexier. Yes, Dr. Milan? That's <laughs> All right, everybody at water. Do the things yeah. you enjoy. Yes. Well, I want to remind everyone that you can reach Dr. Milan. She's at www.riobe, that's R-I-O-B-E, integrativemedicine.com. That's integrative, T-I-V-E, medicine. Com. And her book, I love the title, The Tao of Integrative Medicine, and you can check out her podcast. She is the host of Awakened Wellness, and I will certainly be checking you out, Dr. Riobi. And right here, right now, I'm going to invite you to be a special guest for our True Love, True Prosperity Mastermind Community. So we'll get back to you on connecting you for that interview, you have so much to offer. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us here at Modern Love Radio. Thank you, Thank you oh. Dr. Brenda. It was a oh, pleasure. My pleasure. All right, everyone, reminder, on March 9th, go right now to Eventbrite. Grab your seat for Quantum Prosperity. And quantum prosperity is beyond money. It includes what we just talked about. It includes great health. It includes having the love you want. So we have eight power tools that you're going to learn to accelerate your true prosperity. Now, Saturday, March 9th, 10 to 8, 
grab your seat now on Eventbrite. Big thank you to our executive producer, Mr. LeGrand Green, our associate producer, Mr. Cliff Dunning, and to our wonderful guest today, Dr. Milan Riobi. All right, modern lovers, I love you all. Be with you soon. Blessings. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.